I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. How we doing? Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Good to see you. Another week. How are we? Mm. Doing great. <clears throat> How are you doing? I'm doing good. I I am ecstatic. Let me tell you. Um, things are happening, and I'm, I mean, I, I'm tinkering with buying new things in the for the golf bag i'm wait getting what yeah we'll get to it kev we've got don't don't you worry um i'm golly miss molly prepping the bag for for this year prepping the bag um and not just the bag prepping um the garage is for extras you know golf balls golf gloves things like that just getting just getting ready for the season. I mean, we got a little bit of snow this week, so I'm pretty upset about that. But it is going to all melt by the weekend. So, um, you, you've been have you bought golf gloves? I have two. the The glove that is in my bag right now, I used it for my last two rounds. It's so it's only two rounds old. Okay. Besides that glove, I have two other gloves that are brand new uh, in the package. So. I still want to get myself some more for the year. I don't want to, I don't want to ever be out, you know, now that, yeah. now that, you know, having a child, not that I've just had a child, but um, it's a lot more difficult just to get out of the house for random things. And you and learn it, the value of just having things on hand. It's, oh yeah, there it's, it's, I so much rather it be that way. And I mean, my mom will do that, especially when things are on sale. Like I'll go over to their house and she'll have like nine bags of cool ranch Doritos and she'll be like, yeah, well, I mean, they were on sale and they're not going to go bad. I'm, I'm like, I mean, I would also point. say nine bags of cool ranch Doritos is the perfect amount of bags to have at your house because those things are slapping. Yeah. Yo, no, no. Delicious. Delicious. But when you've got the kids over and then mm. they got their kids, you know, the chips will go quick. I'm just saying when you walk into the dining room there, it's just bags and bag recycle bags and bags uh full of very green over there um of chips different kinds of chips whatever was on you can tell what was on sale basically um not sure how we got no because you want to be stocked up on your gloves which is actually which is leading me to my question we we talked about the gloves that i started using last year and how much i love them 15 above sir i think it's circle 15 i think it's called I'm about to buy myself a five pack of them so you can get a discount on on a five pack. So I was I was curious if you were going to want to try one out because I know when we first talked about them, you were mentioning you might want to give them a give them a little peeksy. I I, I would. Are, are they a large? Do you wear a large? I, I, I wear a medium. Medium. Ah, see, that's not going to fit for me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you don't have to try. Kept. I find. I would have, you know, pegged you for a a large guy. Um, I I don't have large hands. I would say I have like, I would say I have medium sized hands, but I also like my glove to fit pretty fucking tight. So I'm just saying like, we're the same, like relative height, relative build, like your little, you know, you go to the gym and do that sort of stuff. But like, for the most part, like, I don't know, from from the medium to the large, I feel, I, I don't know. I just, you know, you never struck me as a guy that had large hands. Yeah, you know, and we can go down this road. That's just fair as well, uh, too. Um, that's just fair as, as well, too. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> How did we get to where we are? No, no, bad. I don't know. So I'm going to be stocked up. Um, yeah. I can't share um, a pack with you. But 
Uh, Kevin and I uh, did split six dozen uh, Vice uh, Pro Plus golf balls with the Life mm-hmm. of the Rough logo on the side. Looking forward to those coming in and roughly back on the Vice train to fifteen weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck. I'm, I'm still stocked up. I've I've still got uh, more than two dozen left. Uh, so of, those. of Vice. Oh, okay. did you order more Vice last year? I did. I bought the. I did uh, that deal last year. That's how I knew about the six. The the. Uh, yeah, dozen yeah. number six. Yep, yep. Yeah. So yes, I did that last year. So still socked up. Um, but yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get more into you know my my uh, trigger fingers and and what I might be adding to the bag. But um, before we well, get there, <laughs> okay, we we don't have to get there. But I mean, if you're gonna sit here and like feather feather our fucking balls, I, I you may as well tell. Like, what are we talking about here? What, what's going on? What, I don't know if I'm actually gonna about? do it. So the other day, I was just sitting at home watching golf. Great tournament, by the way. Honda oh Classic. my god! For an Sorry. for a non elevated event, unbelievable. Sorry to see you go, but leave the course. Just leave the course on your way out. Just leave it there. We'll have another event there. In my opinion, I I enjoyed it. Dude, I I thought you were saying that it was canceled, but I thought I was also hearing them talking about the the tournament next season too. So I it They're might no not longer. Be Honda is no longer a sponsor. Oh, so the tournament will still exist. It's just not going to be the Honda Classic. Not necessarily. They don't have to choose that golf course. I mean, that's true. So that's up in the air because, you know, they had a contract that expired with Honda. Yeah. That venue. So whoever they go with now, they're going to have to arrange a new contract. Um, That's true. It's not in the bag that it'd be there, but um, I enjoyed it. I think I love the drama of the 18th hole being a par five. I think that should be every course, especially one with like, I mean, if you want to throw water in there to just make it. Dude, I was going to say it's the perfect finish. It's not like a a layup, like guaranteed birdie par five kind of thing. You know, it's like a, you have a real decision to make. And if you don't hit, like we saw it with Kirk, like in the, I think it was the playoff hole. It's like, if you don't hit a good tee shot, there's no way you can go for it into. And then if the other guy, hits a good tee shot. He can easily get there too. But, um, and I do want to get back to what we're stocking up on, but while we're talking about the tournament here, um, I will say on the 18th hole and the playoff hole, it really just seemed like neither of those guys wanted to win the tournament. Like oh they my. were just trying to lose. Oh my goodness! I was, I mean, I was rooting for Cole, um, just because. Cole wasn't even rooting for Cole. What are you talking about? What? Cole wasn't even rooting for Cole. He was trying to lose that thing. I mean, yeah, he. I mean, uh, no one had him in the one and done. No one had him on in fantasy, so I was really hoping yeah. that he got the win. Um, That's fair. But you know, I said this last week. Yeah. No, was last week. Two weeks ago, WM. Two weeks yeah. ago, um, these grandstands that they have built around the course are absurd. Let me tell you, what we were playing last night in the in the upstairs. Charlotte had her clubs. She was putting the ball around. It went into an area. She decided. I I mean, it was under her high chair. Yes, that was removable. It was temporary. It, it shouldn't always be there on the course. But she picked the ball up and put it in an area. And I counted. I said on the video, that's a drop. I I mean, I, I said it kind of like this because I was hoping she was going to call herself on the drop. Right. Clearly. Yeah. 
But it's a self-policing game, Charlotte. You got to learn that thing. Yeah, first Charlotte, things first. Come on, teach her about that. But I, I, the fact that these guys can just look in at a hole and be like, "Well, there's water to the right. There's grandstands, fifteen paces off the green, maybe not yeah. even that far. I could just smash it into there, and even if I hit it over them, I can drop in front of them. Like there's no." It's just fucking, it's, it's. Oh, I know. I know you hate the temporary immovable object and I don't disagree. I mean, I think the grandstands, this, yeah, got, he had, oh, it was absurd. Dude, he had a shot. It ends up right by the wall behind a bunker and he was short-sighted on the green. Um, because he was put up against the grandstands, he got to drop it, but he couldn't move any closer to the hole. Um, and he had an, uh, a not movable object or a temporary object behind him. So he yeah. had to just keep going to the right. Well, so I, the I mean, it was too. ridiculous. Oh, I agree. So it was like, it was multi-layered too, because it was the rough versus basically a fairway or a fringe lie. And the other big thing about it was if he had to play the ball, like where it landed, he would have to have to chip over the bunker to get to where the hole was and where he ended up moving to he was hitting off basically the fairway in between the bunkers like it was still a difficult shot but like not even nearly as difficult as what it would have been um but no i i agree i don't know like i guess yeah like you can move them back i think i was saying to you like i don't know what the real estate looks like over there if you move them back they might just be floating on water but that's another idea why don't you throw like some floating like get like you know something like that like some floating grandstands because then that that's a that's in the hazard anyway see i think it's a great idea kev i think that is a great idea having floating stands now the only potential issue i see there um is god forbid the thing sinks i mean there's fucking gators and crocs all over that course well i mean i'm thinking like just like a big boat i guess that's not that's more like a pond in there though I, i'm more thinking like put it on like a big like ferry boat kind of thing and put grandstands i don't really I, know exactly i mean god forbid it, you people would get drunk and fall off and die probably yeah that's probably gonna be another but i mean crocodile yeah that's probably what they have going on at Lake. i just i think that they can push them back a little bit from the hole and you'd still get a pretty good fan experience yeah, and, and I also think that even if they keep them exactly where they are, I feel like there should be some sort of like, like you got yourself into the situation, you got to get yourself out of it kind of thing. Um, I don't really know how that would work, but yeah, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, great, great finish. It, I think it was like insult to injury that Cole's put on the um, playoff hole lipped out like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, either way, really exciting, exciting uh, tournament to watch. And I was thinking about it. I almost wonder if the elevated or designated versus non-designated events are going to help because it's all a bunch of guys playing in these undesignated events that are just like fighting for their tour cards or like fighting for like their, there's a lot of great, like there's a lot of cool stories. Yeah. So like Um, they're good for different reasons. I'm optimistic about them. I was, I'll I'll tell you, Kev, I was real down. I was real down on the Honda before it started. I was looking at my fantasy team. I was like, shit like i just have too many good guys on my team apparently but because i've known playing in the honda clearly that wasn't the case or it hasn't been the case because i'm like in sixth place but yeah. um 
after you know watching the event i was i was pleasantly pleased and you know coming up we've got a great stretch of golf here uh you know it, over the next 5 weeks it's it's going to be very exciting stuff with the arnold palmer with the players um we're going to have the masters it's i mean it's all very exciting stuff um match play um as well it's gonna be i like the match play i wish they did like one more match play event a year just like a little bit more of it you just want a little bit more a little bit more match play that's a little bit more um but let's not let's not detract from no we will we'll we'll get we'll get get right back to it did you see any live golf no nobody saw any live golf they got like a fucking a what was point it like a point two? two. The Nielsen a, is it a Nielsen? Is that what that's called? I don't know who does the ratings anymore. Um, yeah, but it was so I did see a post that said or that stated it's the, the this golf is airing on the CW. Um, yeah, that's I couldn't tell you what channel that is on my television. Um, but the CW is also where you can find um, um, America's funniest home videos for animals. Yeah. In case you guys are really looking to get your fix on funny videos with animals, um, that's over on the CW. Yeah. In Apparently, case you don't have YouTube. <laughs> like... Yeah. I, yeah. If you don't have a phone, a smartphone, I guess. Um, and they had a higher rating. More people tuned in to watch that than were tuning in to watch with. Yeah. Well, so Liv was on at the exact same time as the tournament. And I only know that because I, when I was switching, like when the golf switched from golf channel to NBC, I went through and I changed it over and I went past and I saw Liv and I went back and forth past it like a couple of times, like throughout the afternoon. And I wasn't once tempted to, I was like, oh, maybe I'll throw it on just to like see. And then I was like, no, I don't want to. Like, it was like the tournament was too good. Yeah. Uh, at the Honda and I was like I don't want to like like if it was a, a huge blowout like maybe I would have thrown it on for like 15 minutes but like I'm someone who watches a ton of golf and that was my mindset like not that mm-hmm. many people watch golf anyway like if you're going to put it on at the same time as the PGA Tour not a chance right Um, and it you know the tournament proved once again that you do not have the best players in the world on to- on, on your tour I mean right Come on, Charles Howell won. Good, good for him. Congratulations. But right, and none like, of like the big names on tour were even like in contention. I don't believe. Uh, it just Charles Howell. That that's right. what we're putting our lid on. This, I mean, there every week Norman's up there and he's like, "I need DJ to win. I need Cam Smith to win. I need Brooks right. to win. I need Bryce. I need these guys that are doing these stupid." It, uh, commercials sponsoring their teams to perform right um it's, it's like all those guys guys join just so they can ship it in man like they're just like hey i have my money kevin Nas, like why did you put me on this commercial like guys <laughs> go i haven't seen the commercials oh they're bad they're bad. are they oh they're i the, I, I mean I, I don't know why i was so shocked by that but i'm sure they're awful it i mean their contracts state all the stuff that they have to do. They're supposed to be wearing live golf um, like That's hats and, and such when they're not even playing in live golf events. Like Pat, well, Pat Reed did it when he went to the majors. Pat Reed's a douchebag. Pat um, Reed sucks. Yeah. Um, 
Pat Reed, I think, is the least desirable. Like, you know how um, it was either like Golf Magazine or Golf Digest. They did like the the top like nicest guys on tour or whatever, like the most liked guys on tour or something like that. If they did the opposite of that, Pat Reed would be number one. Yeah, but you can't do that. That's going to hurt people's feelings. I mean, I don't care about Patrick Reed's feelings, so we're clear. I think the podcast has taken a clear statement on that. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to start going down that road. And then... No, I know. I, I agree. I'm just I'm saying for my... Just to explain my feelings towards Patrick Reed. Um, but yeah, no, live not popular not going to be popular nope. um at least not to my knowledge not that i've been told um i i am curious to see like i'm not interested in the live golf versus pga tour battle for supremacy you know what the two tour battle i'm most interested in who competes in the majors no no no. live golf versus this new tgl league that tiger and rory are putting on because i can see both of those receiving basically no views like the only thing I granted, yeah, that TGL thing is going to have more well-known guys, but I just don't see how that's going to be super entertaining. I don't know. They're going to have to do something creative to make it really entertaining. I think the first week you're going to have some really good ratings. Oh, hundred percent. And then, and then people we're are going to be like oh. the product that they put out there, and we'll we'll see what it. Well, I think the thing is too is based off what I'm understanding, it's all going to be played at the same place. So it's just going to be like them in the same arena every week and playing on the same. I'm sure it will be different. I, I don't know. We'll see what comes of that. But I, I don't see either of those ventures being super successful. Um, yeah, I'm not sure long, either. But in the long run. We'll see. Yeah. Brian. Yes, Kev. Tell me. What are what like you've teased me enough here? Oh, so so I was thinking the other day, and I was like, <laughs> you know, everyone's got three irons in their bag, and I don't need a damn three iron. No, we're not. No, okay. What do we need though? No, the, realistically, we need nothing. That's oh, oh, what, okay. um, but um, I was going through my bag, um, you know, driver three wood. We got a three hybrid, got a four hybrid, uh, five iron, six iron, seven iron, eight iron, nine iron, pitching wedge, gap wedge, then some more wedges, then a putter. And I was like, you know, I should, I could clean this up because the, the gap wedge that I have, it came with my set of clubs. It's a tailor-made Simmax, uh, gap wedge. There's nothing wrong with it, but you don't use it. I mean, do you use your bomb tech over that? it really just depends on where I am on the course. Wait, you carry both of them. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's I just, I it's wasteful. I'm carrying a, a 49 and a half degree wedge and I'm carrying a 52 degree wedge. I mean, it's just, it's pointless. So what I think I'm going to do or what I'm contemplating, what I, what I need to do first is go back outside and hit, the old Mizuno S5. I love this club. So this is a 50 degree with a, a yeah. seven degree bounce. I used to play this thing all the time and I love it. And what I was thinking I could do is I could replace replace my gap wedge in my bag, get rid of my bomb techs, and we'll just put them in my other bag, of course. 
Um, I already have the 50 degree here. I could buy a 54 degree and a 58 degree. I've already found them online used. Um, and that's how I would keep my numbers still consistent. Yeah. Um, um the 54 and the 58, are they the Mizunos? Yes. Oh, say oh. Well, yes. The, oh, the you Mizuno. want to get those Mizunos specifically. Yes, it, yes, it would it would essentially be a matching set. Yeah. The the okay. S5s. Got it. What is it about the Mizuno that you love so much? You're you're out on the bomb techs, huh? No, I'm not, and and the thing is, I'm not even out on the bomb techs. It's just uh, uh do we're I, in the we're in a safe space, by the way, because I've in the back of my head been thinking like, oh, it'd be really cool to go get a wedge fitting. <laughs> so say whatever you want about the bomb techs or say whatever you want about getting new wedges, because I'm all well, ears. I mean the 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 difference between the two are putting two more wedges into my bag that are I think these came out in 2018, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit earlier than that. Um probably 50 bucks a club. All right. A a brand new wedge, just one of them, they're like $179. Like they're wedges are not cheap. Um no, not at so all. what I was going to do is take the 50 outside, hit it around, see how I liked it and, and go from there. And you have not done that yet. There's snow on the ground. Uh, oh, so this idea is from after the storm. Honda classic, Honda classic. This is what I happened. Was, I was watching new golfers. I was witnessing new things. I was like, yeah, yeah I could try new things. And yeah. then I thought, you know, and then just to get even crazier, if I went and did that, the reality would be I would have a 49 degree wedge, a 50 degree wedge, a 52, a 54, a 56, a 58, a 60, and a, a trusty old 64 degree wedge that I could choose from in my arsenal. I've got a Mizuno 64 from back in the day. Um, yeah, but why would you need that many wedges? Like, for, what depending on where you're going. So I great question, Kev, and I, I've got the perfect answer for you right now. Okay. So when you're playing in scrambles, yeah, I, I'm not going to need my six iron most likely. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm not going to need it. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in some extra. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna so like I, to give myself I mean, more options. I mean, I guess, but like, when on the golf course would you be looking at a shot and be like, I could hit a sixty or or I could hit like a a fifty six or a fifty eight. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'd rather have less wedges because I think it's going to in turn make things less complicated out there. Well, no, but so you wouldn't have the 56, you wouldn't have a two degree separation in your wedges on the golf course in a normal day. Well, if no, I know, but like for the scramble's sake, like I, I don't know, I would gives you like... options, gives you options. It's a true feel sort of thing. When you're talking to someone in the industry, I mean, Kev, you know, it, it's all about a feel. I'll tell you this. If I've got a fluffy lie, if I can get some good club on the ball, I love yeah. a 64 degree wedge. Love it. I mean, you want the ball to go up in the air a mile and then drop 35 yards in front of me? Like, let's you got to get that go. bomb tech 72 degree. That's a bit, that, that is a bit risky. That's a lot. I don't know if I have enough Dude, biscuit to risk it for that. You can take a full swing from like 50 yards and it will, like land right next to the hole. 
I once I once hit that 72 degree and it's from 40 yards full swing and it landed on the back of the green and spun all the way off the front. <laughs> I once swung your 72 degree and I went underneath the ball and it didn't move. It was crazy. I've done that too. I mean, I've done that with my 60 degree. Some would say that was a practice swing. Dude, I had a shot last year. I think it was last year, maybe two years ago in Maine. I was playing with Marshall and on the first hole, I put my ball in the sand and I went to like open it up and like just hit a big like splash. And I just completely met the ball didn't even move. I just like hit the I hit directly to the left of the ball, like didn't even <laughs> move sand that the ball was touching. It was like the worst swing and miss I've ever had in my life. And Not yes, good, I did yeah. count it. it. It was a stroke. Yes, I counted it. Of course, of course, of course. Um, um, so yeah, all right. Well, that's exciting. Um, some potential new old wedges. Yeah. Well, wow. Way to way to just put me down. No, fine. I I mean, they're they're cool, man. They're blue. I already I already have an, an emotional feel to them. I. So, do you normally carry that? So you have what the Sim Max irons, or the Sim? Yes. What are the yes. irons? Yeah. Do you usually carry the gap wedge in your bag? I feel like I've never noticed that. Yes. Do you ever hit it? Yeah. When would you hit that versus your 52? Um, Because they're so similar in distance, yeah. I pretty much just use the tailor-made gap wedge, and I'll use my 52, which is a lot bladier, uh, green side when like I'm, chipping when I'm dripping and chipping. is that the only wedge that you chip with uh, no I'll also chip with my 56 if I need the ball to go higher and, and yeah. carry further okay um I don't use my 60 a lot um oh I just I can interest I mean I'll I, I I use it in certain situations um but yeah I have no problem in the rough with a 56 um, yeah and if i i've got I, i've got good hands i mean i can i can take it off i can um may, maybe not hands good enough to work at 60 um okay what do you think this is you have me thinking now what do you think is the least used club in your golf bag my five iron mm. see i was gonna say my six iron I mean, we're I was pretty also much gonna... in the same part of the bag. Yeah, well, that's why I thought that was interesting that you said that. Um, what do you think is your most used, or like other than like your putter and your and probably your driver? Like, what's like your most used club in the bag? Like, what's like your go to? Uh, uh, so it's funny. It'll probably be my fifty-two degree is my most used club, um, and the reason would be is because I'm missing greens and I'm probably using it on every single hole to chip on. That's amazing. That's so funny. So I think you should keep that thing. That's not even what I was trying to get to with this conversation, but that's just, that's funny that we just unpacked that. Um, I think yeah, my 60 I mean, is my most used club in the bag. That's why I was, um, maybe not most used, but I think that's why I was asking. Cause it had me, you had me thinking when you said you don't really use your 60 a ton. I just don't love like really just fully opening up the 60 and just swinging it. And maxing it out. I feel like if I had a 58, I feel like I'd be a little bit more comfortable with it. I don't know. Maybe not. The thing is, Kev. Yeah. 
when you make money, you just spend money. <laughs> oh, that's classic. That's classic. Um, well, it's I hope you like, get your wedges, and I hope you get. I hope our balls come soon. That would be sick. Are you low? Is your inventory of golf balls low? Uh, no, I think I have about. I have two. I think I have about three dozen to three and a half dozen Pro V's. Um, I thought I had more, but apparently I was wrong. Um, well, what would happen? What would happen was you lost them. So you thought they were yeah. really good shots, and then they weren't. Yeah, I also just have a ton of them. Like I just like find them random, like in my car around the house. I have like a bunch of like scuffed up ones in my bag. So yeah, I mean, I, I think I, in total I probably have between four and five dozen, but as far as new ones, I have probably two and a half dozen. Yeah, what you're, what what you're bringing to the course, I get it. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've lost about half of them, so that's sixty balls lost last year ish. And unfortunately, it didn't have our logo on it. It has some insurance. Oh, I'm sure some of them it, went into the water and stuff, so it wouldn't have made a difference. But um, you know, I was thinking it would have been cool if we put a QR code to our Instagram on the golf balls too. But then I thought, well, once they get scuffed up, the QR code probably won't work. I bet with but the dimples, it wouldn't work either. You could right? be right. You could be right. I mean, Kevin, you could be very right. I don't know how accurate these QR codes are. Like, I don't know how much data is in the QR code. It would be funny if like a bunch of people try to do that, but the guys at the ball plant just like, no, it doesn't work. So they're just like, ha, 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 these dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> they just it. laugh about it all the time. I will say the, I think I sent you the screenshot of um, the thank you email from Vice and the phrase that they said was just hilarious. And I feel like I just need to announce that. Which, yeah oh yeah go for it stage we, we wish you lots of fun and successful rounds with your new customized vice golf balls which is just an odd way to phrase it which i i know we were saying like they're a german they're, they're literally a german-based company german. i feel like that was someone that just speaks like lives in germany but they happen to also speak english and <laughs> like a little bit of a language barrier kind of situation there that's all right i'll tell you where there's no language barrier it's over here kev and let me tell you guys listen up the pinned hats. I'm wearing one. Kev's wearing one. I'm wearing G1. Kevin's wearing G2. Um, they're, they're unbelievably comfortable. I wear mine all the time. You um, need one. You need I'll, six. Well, I I have four of them. So I, I've got white. I've got green. I've got baby blue, uh, which we would call the Carolina blue around here. And then the black, which Kevin is wearing. They're awesome. If you use our promo code, it'll get you at least 15% off at checkout. Um, and if you need a rangefinder as well, they're the best in the business. I actually tell everyone that because it's true. 100% true. Get your rangefinder, get your hat, get six hats, get six rangefinders. You can get them in six different colors, both of those items. You can. That would be swaggy. I mean, I what I love most about the 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 prism is the magnetic strip that's on the side. Also, I've got the the dart. Forgot about the dart. The magnet on the dart oh. is so strong. Kev, I was I was bumping beats when we were golfing last week on President's Day. Um, I mean, you couldn't hear it at sometimes because my cart that I wasn't even near was rolling too far away from us. 
Um, but don't you worry, I had everything under control. <laughs> Literally, um, had the controls um ready to go. And uh yeah, love the dart, great product. Gotta love bumping beats on the golf course. Uh I actually I haven't busted open my dart yet. I needed to do that. I'm excited to do it. It's it's great for around the house too. It's 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 not it's very lightweight. It is very convenient to move around. It, you can stick it onto your fridge. Um, it's just very easy. I mean, if you if you if you are missing a magnet and you need to hang something up like jury duty, boom, the dart right on your fridge. It'll hang that piece of paper right to your fridge. What is the jury duty update? Are you going? What's what happened? I forget what you said. Or no, you called and you didn't have to go, right? Yes, I yeah, I, I, I've been absolved of my duty. I've met my duties as a Citizen. That's awesome. I actually got another jury duty notice. Oh no! I remember, remember, I was saying like I never respond to it, so I got another one, and it turns out you can just go online and fill out a survey, and then I never heard back from them. So I, I, I think I fulfilled my duties. My uh, you can service you too. can fill out a survey that says you don't think you, that you should have to do jury duty. No, it's not like a like you basically. It's kind of like what you did when you called. Like I just like sign up and put in my information, and then it's like if we need if we need you, we'll call. It call you kind of thing never got called so interesting i you know i reach out to people all the time and give them my information and i never hear from them so it apparently it's similar to the jury duty system yeah just just as well run just as well run um do you want to get into our our picks or do you have something else to get into or tell me um You know, I I'm very excited about this week's tournament. That's that's for sure. Oh, the API. Um, yeah, Ar- old Arnie. Um, very excited about that. I've got a roster of guys that are ready to really just show up for me. Uh, they haven't before, um, so I'm I'm really expecting big things. So, Kev, <clears throat> have a question about our picks. So, by the way, guys, just want to recap. Want to keep everyone in the loop. Don't want. You to think I forgot about you. So last week I went Minwoo Lee top 20, Sep Straka over Adam Shank, and then Adrian Morong over Steve Yeager. Um is that how you pronounce it, by the way? I've been trying to figure out how to say that guy's last name. Who? Moronk or is yes, it Marink? It's Moronk. Okay. Adrian Moronk. Yep. Okay. So Minwoo Lee ended up in like 26th place, which was awful. Just, just a, 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 that's just, it's brutal. It's a heartbreaker. That one is. Yeah. Uh, Straka took care of business, like I told you would, over Adam Shank, Um, And then Adrian Moronk, he was playing great. And Jaeger just kind of came back. He fought his way back over the weekend. And they ended up tying. So it was a draw. I went one, one, and one. Um, And then, and then Kev cleaned up. Kev went two, oh, and one. He had Minwoo Lee over uh, Thomas Dietrich and then Billy Horschel over, um, Denny McCarthy. Uh, so and oh, and sorry, and then Alex Noren over Aaron Wise. But as we all know, Alex Noren withdrew prior to the tournament, so that was avoided there. Um, I do want to let it be known that I put a fourth pick in that was not announced, which was Shane Lowry over Sung J M, which was looking not good basically the whole tournament, but then uh, or Thursday, Friday, not looking good, but kept come the weekend. My big boy Shane stepped up, played well for his mm-hmm. uncle. Unfortunately, Shane Lowry's uncle had passed away. Sorry to hear it. Okay. T's and P's. But he also pulled that out, which allowed me to hit my uh, my parlay. 
Um, which actually leads me to another thing because I also had the Norin bet in that parlay. If it voids, you can still hit the the three legs and it, it will count. I think it adjusts your odds, obviously, but yeah, I didn't just think takes that would out count. The leg. Right. Um I found that interesting. Yeah. Um you know what I find interesting is you just you know, throwing bets out there, like, you know, after the fact, like Kev, this is, this is official stuff. You don't, well, I only give you the three for our matchup, but, but you're looking for extra credit. And what if I was just like, Hey guys, you know, I was thinking to hammer Chris Kirk, uh, outright. (laughs) Okay. Completely different example, but whatever, 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 man. All right. Um, okay man no no i respect it i do have a question now you will be going first because once again you uh are in the lead overall on the year you have i have the team well you're you're six two and one i mean you got six correct picks two losses and one one uh a null and void where myself on the other hand not looking good off to a little slow start i'm three five and one once again Three, five, and one. Not what we're looking for. Okay. Um, but Kev, before we get to your picks, I do have a question. I want to know if this is legal. If not, I will go back and make another pick. Um. Actually, I I won't have to. It'll be. It, it'll it'll be for worse odds. So I what I my question here is if I can spit it out, I am wondering if it is acceptable to for one of my picks to be a parlay. Is that is that okay? Can, can oh yeah. Want, is, is that accept? I don't want to. I don't. Wanna... Yeah, no, that's totally fine because if if it gets your odds to, I mean, it's all about the odds. So it like would if be it's a plus two hundred. The the, oh, the part. Yeah, it's would... only going to count as one though. But yeah. Well, I mean that's. It... Oh yes, yeah, no, no, correct, correct. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's total. I mean, yeah, that's that's totally fine. Because I was going to. Um... Well, I'll, I'll just get to it. I'll explain it when I explain it. So what 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 are you doing? Everyone, listen up. We need some we'll need some intro music for this because right now my man is hot. He's <laughs> I have... hot right now. Um you need to be writing these down. You need to get your pens and pencils ready. He is hot. I have a few good ones, but the three that I have decided I am going to uh, provide oh, you he with. He goes again. He's Do you want me to give you all three? Ones. Do you want me to give you all three, or do you want me to just give you one at a time? Yeah, give me one at a time. I mean, I can't, okay. I, I, I got to type them into the spreadsheet. I can't. I can't. Okay. Yeah. My first pick: uh, Matt Fitzpatrick to beat Tyrrell Hatton over the course of the whole tournament. Okay. All right. Ah. A battle of Brits. It is. Uh, you know, some would say that Matty Fitzpatrick is not that healthy. Um, some would say that he's absolutely fine. So. We will see. Yeah, we'll see what time. happens. It's a volatile pick. It Let's is. See, it what's is. your What's your first pick? So out of the gate, first pick, I am taking, and this, you know, this this night might not be too popular. Um, I'm taking, and this is might be recency bias, but I'm going with Shane Lowry over Jordan Spieth for the tournament. I saw that too. Couldn't touch it. They're both on my fantasy team. I get it. I get it. It is very tough to bet against guys on your fantasy team. What it is not hard to do is bet on guys that are on your fantasy team. That is that is something I find myself wanting to do all too often. Um, yep. 
but I was able to avoid that. I just I I, I like Lowry's history. I, I love the way he played last week. Ball striking's going well. Uh and Speeth, I don't know if he's got it all there, man. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I also think um Lowry, especially the last year or so, has been a very just like consistent, like steady eddy kind of guy. Whereas I feel like uh Speeth has a little bit more volatility and like is liable to maybe miss a cut. So um no, I, I don't hate that pick. I liked it. I was just I was scared to touch it. Those are both two guys I want to play well. Um, so I didn't want to pick who was going to play worse. Um, my next pick, I'm going to take Sam Burns over William Zalatoris for the tournament. Okay. All right. See, I, okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Will played, Zalatoris played real well last week. Sammy Burns, Kev is feeling Sam Burns. I, I, um, so yeah. looking at history of the tournament, uh, Sam Burns, I believe, was a T10 last year. Whereas Willie Z, I think, shot something like eight over for the tournament. So, it's not good. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, these are two the, I, these are two picks that I feel like could be very, very close. Um, but I'm very excited to give you my third. So why don't you give me your second? All right. So this is where I'm going to get crazy with it. So I originally was going to. Wait, you're so, getting crazy on pick two? Oh, I could give it to you as pick three. I was just kind of scrolling for a little bit more information on the guy. Oh, um, oh, okay. You can do whatever you want. I was my my pick three is is crazy, so I figured we would go in terms of escalating craziness, perhaps. No, that's absolutely fine. So my second pick is going to be Tony Finau over Sung J M. Ooh, I like now, that. Now here's that- the reason. Here's the reason why. Besides okay. the fact that Finau is a stud. Yeah. Um has been just playing too much golf. Oh, um, dude. He, he can't sustain that. No, I he played the Century, he played the Sony, he played the American Express, then the Farmers, then the WM, the Genesis, the Honda. Like eight out of nine weeks. You need to, it's just not sustainable. And this past weekend, he played really well Thursday and Friday, and then as the weekend progressed, his game deteriorated. So for the course of the tournament, I'm going to put my eggs in the basket of Tony Finau playing better and sustaining and being substantially better than Sung J.M. throughout the weekend. I'm saying, no, I-, I love the I love the pick, and I think there's two things that Sung J also does not have on his side, and that is a his family's not traveling with him, and b he does not have God on his side. So I like the pick with Tony Finau. All right. We're hopefully going to catch that one. Very confident about that one. What do you got for number I hope we both go 3-0 this week. I'm feeling Um, it. So my third pick of the week is actually a plus 500 pick, which would equate to two two wins. Two points. Two points. Two points. And my bet is for Max Homa to come in first place for the tournament out of these five players. What the hell? Yeah. Max, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. Homa over Rory. Rahm, Scheffler, and Xander. You're crazy. Yeah. 
wild and crazy, baby. Let's go. It is. Let's just. I hope he yeah. fucking wins the tournament. How elite would that be? Oh, hold on. Let me put plus five hundred for the people. No, it's double time. Double time. I just. I. I don't know. I was. I was thinking about it, and I saw that. I started. So I looked. Started looking at picks. It must have been Monday night. So like they didn't even have like the two person matchups in yet. And that was really all they had was like all these like five person matchups. I'm like, these look interesting. And I saw that one. I'm like, Max could Max could win the fucking tournament for all I know. Like, so I figured I'd give it a shot. I like two picks. I like it. All right. So originally what I was looking at was I really have liked what I've seen out of Gary Woodland lately all right yeah i don't disagree okay um i was looking at his top 20 at plus 280 wow and i was like you know what i really like that but then i thought you know at plus 280 let's play it a little bit safer so instead what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna parlay gary woodland now you can parlay these guys the way to parlay with DraftKings is you're allowed to parlay they just have to be separate categories. So you can parlay a top 40 with a top 20 with a top 10 with a top five with a winner, but you can only pick one out of each of those categories. So what I did was I parlayed Gary Woodland with a top 40 finish at plus 100 with Rory McIlroy, a top 20 finish minus 200. You put those together. That is a plus 200s odds. So you put in 25 bucks, you'll win 75 back. Um, okay, so you need Gary top 40 and Rory top 20 for this one. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and I feel great about it. Um, yeah. Rory has been struggling with the flat stick. And I think this week he's going to figure it out. I just, I feel like it's going to come back. Um, yeah, I mean, an off week for Rory, he's top 15. So I, I think that's a, I, I like that bet. Um, I also like what you did and how you kind of walked us through that because I completely agree, especially with the game that you and I are playing for this. At plus 280, you have one of two options. You can do something like what you did, or you can just, at that point, like, why don't you just go for something closer to plus 400 where you can get two picks out of it if you win? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. make it a little bit of a longer odd. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I like the whole thought process there. I um, I just felt like it was a little bit safer. I, Rory is due. Um, I think he could win the tournament. I, I truly do. Um, in yeah. terms of... Go ahead. Sorry, I don't, didn't want to cut you off there, but I was going to say that is kind of what I like about these designated events. I feel like there's so many good guys playing that like anybody could win the tournament. You know what I mean? Like, liter- like literally, like anyone could win the tournament. Like, I disagree, actually. I'm sorry. I don't think Corey Connors can win. Um, I don't I, think. I mean. No, I, do I don't. I, I try. I see, I see what you're saying. I, do, I see what you're saying there. But there's 15 to 20 guys that could win the tournament. I guess you can say that for any golf tournament. Well, and it's wrong for me to say that because, well, maybe Corey Connors is an example of someone who truly can't win this tournament. Um, I don't have the data on that. Kisner. But Kisner's not winning. Um, this is a longer course, isn't it? Yeah. Is Kisner in the field? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's like plus, I think he's like 4,000 to one yeah. or uh, 400 to one, maybe. Excuse yeah. me. Um, yeah, Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson's probably like 130 to one, he's uh, 400 to one. 
401. $1 gets you $400. Yeah. I love that. I'd throw a dollar on web. I I'd rather, I'd, I'd throw a dollar on Corey Connors before I threw a dollar on web. Personally. Yeah, you're probably right. I just feel like, I mean, at the, at the same odds. I mean, for all I know, Corey Connors is at like 200 to one. And then at that point, like, fuck, throw a dollar on web. Yeah. But it's just, if these tournaments were at courses where, the winner was shooting 24 under after four days. I would say, all right, well, maybe it's anybody's game because somebody might just be rolling putts left and right. But like when you're talking about you guys are playing challenging golf courses, um, the cream's just going to rise to the top. It is what it yeah. is. Like you're going to have and you're going to have some studs that will miss the cut like Xander Shoffley. Um, and yes, Xander will miss the cut because he's not going to beat Max Homa. Boom. Kevin needs that. How amazing if I imagine if I win that one on Friday night, like all those other guys somehow managed to just miss the cut. Rory, Rom, Scheffler, Xander that would be the first of all, that would be wild. If, if, if you bet, if you tried to put that parlay in for them to miss the cut, it'd be yeah. like one dollar would pay like five thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, that would be ridiculous odds. Um, so, any guys that you kind of like? Give me, give me three guys that you, you might like to take home the uh, the trophy this week. Oh, that's actually really good. Do you have? If you have guys, go because I haven't really looked at like odds or anything. But I can look really quickly while we are while you're telling me, and I can kind of give you. Oh, Tony Finau plus eighteen hundred to win. That seems aggressive. Seems uh, go bit, ahead. He seems to be a bit. His family must be traveling with him this week. Yeah, those, exactly. Those are those are family numbers. If if I've ever seen them. Yeah. Um. So I'm going. So DraftKings offers plus two fifty to add to any golfer for this tournament. I'm going to use that on Rory and put him at plus eleven fifty. Um, yeah, I like that. And in terms of the other two guys that I was looking at, one is a little bit longer than the other. Um, one's Keegan Bradley. I really okay. like Keegan's odds, 60 to 1 odds. Um, oh, I have him at 5, 50 to 1. Yep, you're right. 50 to 1 oh. odds. Okay. Um, and then the other guy that I kind of liked, hate to say it, hate to say it, Willie Zalatoris. Um, no, that's fine. I don't I, disagree. I just I, I liked what I saw out of him in recent form, and I mean, who knows? He might miss the fucking cut, but it's just you know, go going with a couple slingshots there. No, I like that. I um I mean Max Homa at plus two thousand, twenty to one. I like that. Um I, I was gonna say Tom Kim at forty to one, but Tom Kim hasn't really been showing me too much this year. Um so I'm not really sure how I feel about that. But um Sam Burns, like in, in that same area as Keegan, he's sixty five to one versus fifty. I like Sam Burns over Keegan personally. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean I, I think those those are a couple that I might throw in. I saw earlier this week Gary Woodland was a hundred to one. Now he's down to eighty to one. And I was like, damn, I wish I 
throw a couple bucks on. But that's what got me down the oh Gary Woodland top five is plus fourteen hundred. Gary Woodland top ten plus six fifty. And I was like, these are crazy odds for a guy that can definitely compete out there. It's just it's really tough to get these top tens when the field is so stacked the way it is. Oh, 100%. And the tough part with those top 10s too is if they're if like they do come in 10th and it's tied and like all that kind of shit, like you kind of get fucked with your odds that way too. Dead heat reductions yeah. are bullshit. They yeah. didn't always exist. Um someone can correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't always exist at DraftKings. I I noticed it after like one week and I'm, you know, I'm keeping track of my bets throughout the weekend, and then I look afterwards to look at my winnings, as all the Denver gamblers do. And I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not my payout." And I look, and it's it's like bolded, and I was like, "I've never seen this before. This is new." Yeah, this is new. They just put this vernacular in here, and I didn't like it. I did not like it. It's not my fucking problem. All right. Right. Shit happens. Sometimes 14 guys come in the top 10. Deal with right. it. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I've been kind of enjoying these. Um, I like the matchup bets, whether they be like a single round uh, or like the tournament long. But I, uh, I've i been enjoying that this year. I think I'm going to keep on riding that train for a while. No, it's fun. It's a, it's a fun way to, you know, to also watch the tournament um, outside of you know, your fantasy team, especially if the fantasy team uh, is playing like shit. Dude, my fantasy team's fucking terrible. You know, I, so I had a weird thing. Now, I obviously last weekend, like nobody has anybody playing. You only have a handful of guys. Can't really start a full starting lineup. I have the opposite problem this week. Literally every single one of my guys is playing in this tournament. So what it was last week, what I, think I, was talking, I, I think I was talking to Jack about it. I might have been talking to you about it. If you noticed, all the teams, for the most part, besides Nelly, who was just active in the free agency market. Yeah. Um, he runs that thing. Yeah, he really does. Um, he just picked up Tiger Woods today. Good for him. Yep. Um, most of the teams last week with six players, that like six players off the rip didn't need to pick anybody up. They were all teams that were at the bottom of the standings. Um they don't have the same caliber of players that might be on your roster or my roster. I That's think not... I'm at the bottom of the standings. Now you are. You're in ninth, Kev. Ninth yeah. is not good. Ninth not is not good. good. Ninth but, out of 11, I mean, bad number. It's just, it's early. You, I mean, you've got great guys. You've got Wyndham Clark, Victor Hovland, Shane Lowry, Adam Scott, J- Jordan Spieth. Uh, yeah, no, I have a decent team. It's just, it's got to work. It's just got to work itself out. There's some. They've got to realize that they're decent for me, you know. Yeah, either that, or you're gonna have to cut those motherfuckers and find some new people to do it for you. Yeah, but there's not that many people available on the wire necessarily. At least nope, not there, weekly starters. There's not. There's not. You're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, man. Um, overall, I'm very excited for the API. I'm excited to go three and zero this week on my bets. Um, maybe we'll pick a winner too. That would be cool for the team. Um, you're you're gonna play any golf this week? Probably not, right? We got snow on the ground. Unfortunately, not going out to celebrate John's 40th birthday. Uh, at a bar no in time. I can't believe he's turning 40. I um, didn't think John was. Uh, I didn't realize John was that much older than me. Um, yeah, so, so still good company. Just shows you age is just a number. I was gonna say John's got to be the youngest 40 year old I know. Yeah, he lives young. He lives young, wild and free. That's for sure. Um, 
and yeah, nothing really else planned for the weekend. Um, so just going to be hunkered down, watching some good golf, and uh, hopefully my my team steps it up this week. Finally, I I mean, come on, I just don't understand why I can't get it put together. We're talking Tommy Fleetwood, Keegan Bradley, Ricky Fowler. Eh, okay, I get it. Uh, Rory McIlroy, Sahith Thagala, and Gary Woodland as starters. I mean, come on. Those are three top um, tens easily. I just Sahith is a guy I'm fading this week personally. That's fine. You better a lot of him. lot of water on this course. The the kid's a bit erratic off the tee. If he dude, if he can get his tee game figured out, he is yeah one of the how, best players on on tour. Yeah, how bad he is off the tee is just unacceptable. I'm sorry, just figure it out. It was like when Bryson yeah. was just really bad with your wedges. Like I don't care how far you hit the ball off the tee. Figure it if out. you can't hit a you're gonna have a wedge in every hole, you should figure that shit out too, brother. Yep. And I love the gala more than Bryson, so we're really pulling for him. And he's on my team. So mm. you're keep you're you're costing me real estate, my homie. Uh you know what I'm gonna do this weekend between now and recording next? I'm gonna finish regripping the rest of my golf clubs. That's awesome. I did check the other day. I have eight um pieces of tape left, uh grip. Nice. And I have seven grips, eight if you include a super stroke. That's uh, exactly how many grips I need. But there you go. I mean, I would, mm. they're, they're not for you, but they will be for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's whatever. Good. It's, I'm just saying, that's another one of those things. It's great to be stocked up already. Like 100%. Nothing better. Do you, when you get your grips, do you buy them online? Yeah. I think the last time I bought them in like a pack of like 18, maybe. Oh, okay. Dude, I feel like when I'm looking online, like even if you buy a bunch of them, they don't give you like a discount, like a bulk discount at all. Not too much, no. So I don't know. I've just been buying mine at the golf shop because I don't need to pay for shipping. Oh, I don't pay for shipping. I'm I'm a prime member. Oh, I guess you have prime. Yeah. I mean, they're all the I will say golf grips are the one thing that I've found that no matter where you go. They are the exact same price on every website. Yeah, they've got that. Have you noticed market. that? It might be regulated. It might be a regulated uh, product there. Golf grips, yeah. huge regulation. Could be. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. Well, either way, um, great chat. Good talking with you, Brian. Um, I'll plan on seeing you next weekend or next 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 weekend next week. And uh, I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Peace.